When it comes to marketing, you probably have a list of tasks that you check off every week. Well, taking care of this to-do list doesn't do you any good without a marketing plan and strategy to back it up. Hi, I'm Liz Stapleton from ElizabethStapleton.com and host of the Blogger Breakthrough Summit. Welcome to the Blogger Breakthrough Podcast. Today, I'm sharing knowledge dished out by marketing strategist Doreen Vanderhart during the 2021 Blogger Breakthrough Summit. Let's jump in. A marketing to-do list is not a strategy unless it all works together to turn your community into paying clients. So tactics are kind of, that's like, like I said, it's like your engagement, how many followers, the new features, all the things that are constantly rolling out can be extremely overwhelming and it can be very hard to keep up. Those are tactics. So the strategy is kind of the foundation underneath it. So I always look at this kind of like an ice cream cone where the tactics are the sprinkles, like they're great to have, they're delicious, they're lovely, um, but they're not the most important thing. So you wanna get the ice cream in the cone first and that's what we're gonna talk about today. So we're not gonna get into the specifics on a lot of tactics because those change every freaking second. So, <laughs> so we're not even gonna get into that. We're gonna get into the foundation. That's the most important part. And once you have a handle on that, the tactics are like the sprinkles and you can just kind of do what works for you and what feels for you, good for you. And I promise it will work. So. First thing, we're going to step it way back to the very, very, almost before the beginning, but this is something that probably doesn't pop into your head when you think about your marketing plan, but it's the most important part. That is your client experience. So at the end of the day, this is what really matters. Like you can spend so many hours and so many dollars on marketing or on your social media, um, but if your client experience sucks, you're honestly, you're not going to get anywhere. Whereas on the other side of the coin, like if you have a really impeccable client experience, people are going to be shouting your name from the rooftops. You're going to get referrals. You're going to get that word of mouth. You haven't even opened a social media app. You haven't had to stress about it for a second and you already have a marketing strategy in place. So best marketing strategy ever is to truly from the heart. I know it sounds corny. It totally is. I'm all about that is to care about your client and the people that you work with. So and I should even, not even your client, but if you're, if you're on social media or, you know, anything like that about your, your readers, like whether they're going to buy from you or not, you have your perfect fit person, um, really just put yourself in their shoes and do whatever you can to be helpful. We'll get into that stuff later, but really it comes down to caring about your person. So once you've done that, once you do know that you have a really good client experience, and I know that nothing is ever perfect, but you know, knock their socks off as much as you can, then you want to do the stuff that you do, you think of when you think of marketing. So let's jump into that. Um, the first thing that we always, always, always start with is goals. So the first thing that we're going to do with our goals is kind of, I guess, a gut check. So what you want to do is you want to jot down what you'd like to see more of and less of in your life. So legit, just two columns, like more and less. Um, some things that are overwhelming you or things that you would like to opt out of go in the less column, obviously, and then things that you want to lean into go in the more column. So what do you want your life to look like? Because if you're not thinking about that when you're creating your goals, we, we need to, that's the most important part. So make sure that you are really, you know, looking at what you want your actual life to look like and not just at, you know, your financial business goals or the impact that you want to make things like that. But just like the day-to-day -day little minutiae that you want your life to look like, we need to um, make sure that we're checking in with ourselves on that stuff. The next thing we're going to get a little bit more technical and a little bit more businessy. We want to look at the last 12 months. So the first thing that you need to check is what drove the most revenue. So um, 
yeah, what was, what was the, what was the biggest income driver in your business? And then the second thing, like revenue and profits can be two very different things. So make sure that whatever is driving revenue is actually profitable as well, because yeah, we just need to make sure that we're aligned on those two things. And then you want to look at the, the other side of the coin too. Like what about the least revenue? So I know as entrepreneurs, uh, you can have a lot of ideas and some of them are awesome. And some of them think like they feel awesome at first, but then they don't really land the way that we want them to land. Um, but it can be very easy to get attached to those goals. And I'm speaking from personal experience here. So um, look at those things, like what is not driving revenue in your business? Um, how much effort does it require? Like if it's costing you a lot of your bandwidth and it's not really driving revenue, maybe it's time to let it go. Um, yeah, I know it can be really, you can be emotionally attached to these ideas, but maybe you can let it go for now and revisit it, you know, in three months or six months or a year. Um, but maybe now is just not the time for that particular offer. So then once you have that information, and of course there's going to be stuff in between, but just kind of evaluate what's working and what's not working. Um, then you want to use that information to break down your offerings for the next little bit. So some people are really good at setting, you know, five-year goals or one-year goals or like doing the big picture stuff. And some people that's a lot to bite off. So I say, look at at least the next three months and then kind of have a general idea of the next year-ish if you can, um, but do what works for you, obviously. So you want to break out the next three to 12 months and here's what you want to look at. So you want to first look at um, you actually want to first look at what your sales goal is. So how much money do you need to or want to make in the next three to 12 months? Then you want to look at your offer and the price of that offer. And then you'll know once you have those three things, you're going to know exactly how many of your offer you're going to need to sell in order to make the revenue that you want to make. And then again, on number four and five revenue, you need to look at that, obviously, but also make sure that you're not forgetting about your take-home pay because you need to make sure that you are being compensated for all of your hard work. Absolutely. So very important. So then this is going to give you a really good idea of what your goals actually are. Um, that's a really good place to start. So once you have that, then we are going to look at the seasonal shifts in your business. So you want to take note of any important dates. And this is also applies to your life, right? Like, so if you want to take a vacation on a certain day, like make sure that you're making note of that when you're creating your marketing plan. Um, you want to look at national holidays, launches, promotions. Like if you have any seasons that are particular busy for selling, uh, you know, maybe you're super busy in the summer and it dies off in the winter or the other way around. Maybe Christmas is really busy or fall. If you're a photographer, fall is really, really busy. So just depending on your industry and what you do, you're going to have seasons that are, that are, you know, a little more packed than other ones. Um, so one thing for the year at a glance is that I do um, is that I actually have it jotted down. You can see it's a total disaster, um, but I write down the kind of vibe um, that's happening for my perfect fit customer at any point in time. So I know that, you know, on the third week of June, the moms are ready to throw dog treats in their kids' lunches because they're so ready to just be done with all of it. Um, you know, September is like a mini new year. It's really, you know, a fresh start. It's kind of, yeah, it's, it's really like a mini new year for, for a lot of people that are in business. Um, you know, on September 27th, the leaves are perfect in Southern Alberta where I live, you know, just like making note of all the things that are happening. Um, this is going to be hard to do right out the gate. Like you, you're going to have a general idea, but make sure you keep track of this throughout the year. And you are going to have, this is marketing gold for you. Like the longer you do this, the better it is. So 
Um, definitely recommend just printing off a piece of paper and keeping this handy. I always have this sitting on my desk like for years. Um, and it's been really good because I can be very proactive about what's happening in my client's life. And instead of like, you know, waiting for the, for the feeling to come and then addressing it then or even missing it altogether. All right, I hope Doreen's tips gave you some ideas on how to craft your own marketing strategy. Be sure to join me next time when we take a look at how to grow your community effectively. I'll catch you next time.